0: Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. Your host is Travis Twineman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to begin each day in a gospel passage. Whether it's something Jesus said or something Jesus did, it's always something about Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus that will begin in the morning and then last throughout the day, as we discover yet again how wonderfully irresistible Jesus of Nazareth actually is. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and it is Wednesday morning, and we are going to look at a very, very famous passage in the Gospel of Luke. So Luke chapter 2, grab your Bible, your coffee, your tea, your journal, and let's begin a conversation with Jesus that's just going to last throughout the day, and then the week and the month, the year, the our lifetime, and even eternity, because as Jesus of Nazareth taught, eternity is in flight. It is underway. And so we're just starting a conversation with Jesus in the morning and and then enjoying Jesus throughout the rest of the day. And so the title of the podcast this morning is The Lord. And the question is, who is the Lord? And that's a question that always presses and always has throughout the history of the world pressed every human, every group, every town, every village, every society, who is the boss, who calls the shots, who's in charge, who truly directs my life, who has that authority, who really is the Lord of the world. And therefore, who is my Lord? Who is my King? Who is my sovereign? And of course, if you grew up in the church, your answer comes pretty quickly. Well, well Jesus is Lord. Well, in the first century, if that question had been asked, who is the Lord? An answer would come very, very quickly. Caesar. Caesar is Lord. You know, Augustus Caesar is Lord. He's the sovereign. He's the Lord of the world. He's the king. He calls the shots. He's in charge. He directs my life. And he is actually worthy of worship. But honestly, as we know, Caesar is no longer the answer to the question, who is Lord? Uh, At least not since the 18th or 19th century. I mean, since the 18th or 19th century, the answer in the Western world to the question, who is Lord, is simply this. I am. Or if you're answering it, you are. I am Lord of my life. I call the shots. I'm the boss of me. I direct my life. I'm a... I'm an individual endowed with, you know, reason and I have rights and this is my life and I am the Lord of my life. Even though we may not use the word Lord anymore, that's the answer to the question, who is Lord in our day and age? I am. And so when the gospel is announced, which by the way is the story that Luke is telling. There's always a challenge. There's always a a, a sharp edge. Uh, something that something that seems to take our life, but as we're going to see later, it actually is the route to finding life. But but the sharp edge of the gospel in the first century is this. Jesus is Lord, which means that Caesar is not, and that's a dangerous thing to say. And the sharp edge of the gospel in the 21st century is Jesus is Lord, and you are not, and I am not, which is still a dangerous thing to say. And so in Luke chapter 2, Beginning in verse one, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Corinius was a governor of Syria and everyone went to their own town to register. And the story continues in Mary and Joseph, right? They go to Bethlehem because they're from the line of David and there's no room in the inn. And so they end up in a stable and Jesus is born. And then we pick it up in verse eight. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord, notice the word Lord, shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news. You Angelion, that will cause great joy for all the people today in the town of David, a savior has been born he's the messiah he's the king he's the lord this will be a sign to you will find this baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger and suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts were with the angels and they were praising god glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests so what story is luke telling He's telling the story where right under the nose of Caesar Augustus who is in quotes the lord of the world comes this true lord the true lord of the world which really makes Caesar look like a a bit of a sham You know, Caesar Augustus was called the Lord of the world, the bringer of peace and favor, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Savior of Rome, the one worthy of worship. And you can recognize all of that first century, you know, Roman propaganda about Caesar in this passage about the birth of Jesus. In fact, when Julius Caesar died, his adopted son Tiberius Caesar, who became Augustus Caesar, conveniently called his dad divine, which conveniently made him the son of God. Are you picking up what Luke is laying down here? The true Lord Come to town. And Luke's story that we are called to carefully investigate, and, and by the way, we're summoned into this story that we're called to carefully investigate, is that a new king is in town. A new Lord is in town. And we can see from the humble beginnings that it's a totally different kind of king, a totally different kind of Lord than Caesar. Jesus is Lord, Caesar is not. And in our day and age, Jesus is Lord and you are not and I am not. Jesus is the boss is what Luke is saying. The king, the one that calls the shots, the sovereign one, the one that is worthy of worship, the bringer of peace, the bringer of favor. And so the sharp edge for you and me is we are not the center of the universe as our culture would like to teach us. He is. And we don't make him Lord. He is Lord. The cross, the resurrection, and the ascension declare that he is Lord. And that is the story that Luke is telling. So, two things. Number one, we're called to open up our hands and give up our so-called lordship. It's unbecoming of us. And it's not good for our relationships. We want to be the center. We want to be served. We want to be elevated. We want to be adored. We want to be Lord. And we're called to give up that so-called lordship that is totally unbecoming of who we are. But secondly, what we're gonna discover is we give up that lordship and say yes to the lordship of Jesus. We find the gospel that when we die, we live. That when we give up our lives, we will find lives. So the Lordship of Jesus, Luke is saying, that's the good news. That's what the angels are singing about. That's what the shepherds are discovering and they're spreading the word. So this morning, let's pray the prayer of proclamation. Let's proclaim Jesus is Lord, Jesus is King. Let's proclaim what Thomas prayed when he saw the risen Jesus, my Lord and my God. And let's live today, every moment, Every meeting, every conversation, every thought, every action under the Lordship of Jesus of Nazareth. And we will talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vidyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.